Welcome to Comic Booked. I am Matthew McLaughlin. And I am Katie Sexton. And this is the podcast where I teach Katie and you everything I know about comic book characters. One character at a time. We're just doing one at a time. Just, just like a little appetizer. And then before the meal. Before the meal. So like the meal is you going and reading the comic book, but the appetizer is like a solid coconut shrimp. Ooh, you coconut know? shrimp. Or like veggie dumplings. That all sounds so good. Uh... Garçon, uh, can we get an intro first? That would be really great. For an intro, that. please. Yes. Yeah. Would you like anything else? Can I smell it first? Yeah. I want to taste it yeah. and smell it first. Oh, he brought it right here. Here it wow. is. He brought in the intro. Okay. <laughs> Good job bringing in that intro. That was a really good intro that he brought in. For We're us. gonna tip him very well. What do you think? A solid hundo. Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't fuck around in this make believe food town. He works hard. Servers are like the hardest working people in the world. Yeah, I did it for about three months and I wanted to jump off of a bridge. I hated it. Oh, you were at like a fancy place too. My thought process was, well, they're all rich, so they're just gonna give me so much money because they're gonna buy so many things. It's going to be so expensive. They tipped average about 9%, 10%. Sometimes rich people are the, the cheapest. Worst. Cheapos. You got to go to an establishment where people are young and your age because they're like, ah, of course. You know, I've had the worst experience at a place that was young, cool, hit people. And yeah. I'm like, Pfft. I'm only going to tip them like 18% because it wasn't very good. Because she gave me tood. Because she gave me the tood. That's attitude if you didn't understand. That's street lingo for tood. We're cool with the kids because we're always in their establishments now. We mingle. Yeah. We're one of them, really. I'm so young. I learned what a thought was. You did from me. Yeah. And I'm older than you. Yeah, but you're around the cool kids because Katie is still in the service industry and God bless you. God Ugh. bless our troops and our servers and are trying to get out of it i'm thank you i'm trying to get out of it it's only when i need it you know i I pick up a shift here and there but uh, i'm an actor so Mm -hmm, pay me mm -hmm. to do acting gigs y'all if you need an actor i'm here i'm very good i'm union which means i have a lot of money (laughs) (laughs) i am restricted by a lot of things but it's all good things you would want yeah get on this actor train y'all www.katiensexton.com I didn't know our first sponsor for our podcast was you. You're going to pay me <laughs> no, money? Right? I feel like the podcast is a sponsor for my website. <laughs> oh, you're using this. I I'm see. I'm using you. Okay. Yeah. Sure. To get out to people. I'll take it. Take me home, country road. <laughs> what did you just call me? <laughs> yeah. You're as big as a road. What? <laughs> okay. You have to have some terrible, terrible, terrible stories. Oh, the first week of working there, a big fight broke out. Yeah. It had nothing to do with me. It was by the bar and I was serving tables and we had to call the police and it was crazy. And then the next day, the wife of the guy that started all the fights yeah. called in and blamed me. And you weren't even involved. You know involved. what she said? She said, the blonde waitress with the small breasts. Oh, well, that's not and fair. And I was like, bitch, don't bring my breasts into this. They're cute and you're jealous. Get out of here. That's shitty. So then because the fight was so bad, they got kicked out of the restaurant for life. Yeah, forever. And so she was upset about that. So she blamed it on me. And so I had to have a conversation with the owner and the manager. And they're like, what happened? And I was like, I... I, I didn't even I didn't talk to them. I didn't know anything. It was so embarrassing. Uh, Stupid. I did serve Harvey Weinstein. Oh, at fun. A, 
on. At a different job. And he was fine. I remember he ordered the chicken fingers. What a child. What a exactly. giant baby. Yeah, fuck that guy, huh? Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I've served a lot of really cool celebrities. I've served Leonardo DiCaprio, mm. Jack Dawson, y'all. DiCaprio. I've served Hugh Jackman, and we stared into each other's eyes. For too long. For so long. He put me under a spell, for sure. You're still there. Anytime you talk to him, your eyes kind of turn a different color. They become a different hue. Ah, he's always with me. Hugh Jackman is always with me. <laughs> and with your spirit. <laughs> yeah, and also with you. <laughs> well, hey, you want to see who you're going to learn about today? Yeah, let's get there, dude. Great. So this is what I'm going to do, Katie. I'm going to show you a picture. Yeah. And you're going to tell me who you think this is and what you think their powers are. I'm excited. Great. Oh, oh magic. Oh, yeah, magic. I'll tell you what I'm looking at. Please. We got reddish purple eyes. Mm. We got like, it's almost like a Grecian mask. It's like a headband, cheek band. <laughs> Goes around his cheeks. Yeah. Holds his cheeks up, looks like. Ye olde facelift. Yeah, natural, well, not natural facelift. Well, I guess it is a natural facelift. It's naturally a piece of cloth that's yanking your face back. Yeah, exactly. Natural. Yeah. He's got like the normal superhero outfit going on underneath. So like too many muscles and stuff. Way too many muscles. But then he's got this like jacket over it like he's cool or something. Yeah. Yeah, it gives him an edge. Anything else in particular that might stand out in those damn photos? He's got electricity coming out of his hands and he has a big pole yeah yeah he's got a pole but and then one of these pictures he's got cards like reading cards no like playing cards oh popping out of his hands too which i don't know what the frick that means well katie who is this who is this this is garfield maxim (laughs) that scared me It scared you? I, I went to laugh so hard, and then my body froze up. <laughs> yeah, this is Garfield Maxim. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Tell me every little detail you got about Garfield. Garfield Maxim <laughs> is a pole vaulting magician. Oh, oh man. <laughs> All of those things are hard. All exactly. <laughs> I mean, he is special. So, does he do the tricks while he's pole vaulting? I mean, yes. Well, I mean, they've got to be quick then. It's combo. He's like an Olympic magician. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's probably annoying that magicians aren't in the Olympics in the first place. Yeah, it really is, you know. Yeah. He, he did qualify, but he was doing stuff that was like above and beyond. Yeah. And so they disqualified him. And so that made him bitter. Right, you right, know? right. And so he then now plays all the tricks on all the judges. Of course. So he's not a good guy. Oh, is that your pen? Oh, it's a snake. You just got bitten by your pen. Haha. Because it, it's now a snake. Is that a visor that you're wearing? Are those huh. glasses to keep the sun out of your eyes while you watch people run the track and field and then you score them on that no it's a snake <laughs> he only does snake. yeah it's only snake magic. <laughs> snake magic it's only snake magic. It's pretty effective magic though yeah he gets them every time and he always carries his pole vaulter his pole <laughs> his pole vaulting pole sure with him as a reminder that he's very good at it and to knock some sense into those fucking judges fucking judges after he stunned him with his snake magic yeah let's just clear something up right now is it real magic or is he just a magician that he does all the tricks and tropes and troops and frops and frews one more and broops and brops and (laughs) weeps and whoops 
and crops and creeps and zeeps and zops. <laughs> wow, I really, really love it's that. magical terms. It is, you it is. You haven't studied, I guess. I guess not. No, it's real, dude. Oh, he's like a wizard. He's not just his not... hate <sighs> and his bitterness. <sighs> he like summoned the devil. And he made a deal with the devil. Is that why his eyes are all crazy? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made a deal with the devil. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you never make a deal with the devil, right? Because he's always going to fuck you. Well, fuck you, period or over? Yes and yes. Uh, Yes and yes. So both. So both. Yeah. He's a sex maniac. We all know what he's after. Yeah. Right. He wanted better tricks and the devil promised him that, but it turns out it's only snake magic. Well, I mean, that's probably all he's got. He's going to promise everything, but it's just kind of like. That's what I mean by the devil fucks you. Yeah. 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 Immortality. Snake magic. Snake magic. That's all I got. You know, when you sign on the dotted line, yeah. you know, it's the very fine, 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 fine print underneath. Snake magic only. <laughs> he, he doesn't even have snake magic. His power is to bestow snake magic. Yeah, he wishes he could. The irony is when he like poofs up, teleport to like show up and do the deal. Uh huh. He's a magician. He can't even teleport. He's just throwing a little smoke bomb to pop up. The devil's not real. He's still the devil, but he sucks. He just sucks. All he can do is just give people, so all the demons are like, what are you going to do, give me more snake magic? Yeah. Was there anything else about this demon magic snake wizard? No, he just is a bitter motherfucker. Well, hey, you want to know who this really is? Yeah, who is this? Great. This person's real name is Remy LeBeau. I like that name, Remy. A.K.A. Gambit. Who? <laughs> uh, Gambit? Like as in the queen's? Huh? Oh, Queen's Gambit? Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. Gambit is in the Marvel Universe, and he is an X-Man. He looks familiar. He is probably every boy's favorite X-Men. Why is that? Is it because he's like cool? He's a badass, kind of toes the line sometimes of being a good guy, bad guy. So he's just like, I don't give a... I don't... I don't give a... Cool. That is cool. That's fucking cool. Yeah. And he's got eyes that are crazy. Why are his eyes crazy? We'll get to that. Give it. But he is a good guy until he's not. Okay. Keeps you on your toes. Keeps you on your tippies. (laughs) You want some powers on this goddamn gambit? Yeah. What is with the cards? (laughs) His first power is he has kinetic energy generation and manipulation. So basically that means his power is he can charge an object and make it an explosive. Oh, crazy. So he can take a pen or a snake and he can throw it at something and it'll explode. Okay. So he can do that to all sorts of different objects. He then takes playing cards Mm -hmm. and they're the most things that he can have in a little stack and he throws them and those are always going to blow up. So they're his ammo, basically. cool. So he's blowing shit up left, right, and center. He is, along with that, a skilled card thrower, and he charges his cards. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but if you had kinetic, and then you're like, ha, ow, my foot! It fell down by my foot, because I'm not a skilled card thrower. <laughs> he has to know how to throw He's got to be able to do it. He's got to be yeah. able to throw it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm a skilled card thrower. Most people are not. Those can be deadly. Sharp? Yeah. Yeah. People know how to throw it and cut onions. Onions? Well, cut into onions. I don't know if they can like chop them enough to make you cry. Probably looking at it, it's beautiful to see. I don't know, beautiful enough to make you cry. 
sometimes anything is beautiful enough to make you cry. If you look at it long enough and whatever's going on in your heart makes moves you, it will make you cry. Say cry one more time. Cry. <laughs> anything can make you cry is my point. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. just onions, but onions do do that. Right, 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 right. I didn't realize that they were so sharp. Yeah, they can be. And mm. if you're chopping onions, chew gum, you idiots. That's the oldest trick in the book. Really? <laughs> Katie. <laughs> oh. What are you going to do, cry? His last power, and this is absolutely real. He has superhuman charm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, did you see him? He's cute. He's a handsome He's dude. He's very handsome. That His hair. name's Remy, for fuck's that sake. That hair. That chin strappy head thing. The jacket. The onion crying ability. The lips. He's got good lips. Superhuman charm. He's a panty dropper. He, boom, drops the panties. He makes the panties explode, Well, too. they are heavy. People shit their pants. They're so good. <laughs> oh, it's the wow. charm. He has literally gotten the X-Men out of bad situations from charming people. Oh, yeah? I mean, that is a superpower. I know. Coming from someone who knows me. You're a charmer? I charm. Hey, you want some bio on this guy? Who, why, what, where, and what? Okay, I think I can answer all of those. I said what eight times. Abandoned at birth because of his burning red eyes. He was taken and raised by- Like a rabbit. You know, like a rabbit- so you said you did want bio on this guy? <laughs> you good? I'm not going to say a word. Abandoned at birth because of his burning red eyes, he was taken and raised by members of the New Orleans Thieves Guild, oh. believing him to be a prophecy baby who would bring peace to the Warring Thieves and Assassins Guild. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. I bet you find that baby you're like, whoa. I don't know what the fuck you are, but I bet you're part of a prophecy. Yes. You find a baby with burning red eyes, you're like, I got to go find a prophecy now. because That fits no- this baby. There's no way he's not. Yeah. Trained as a thief, Remy was taken in when he was 10 by Jean-Luc Lebeau, the patriarch of the Thieves Guild, when Remy was caught trying to pickpocket him. As a baby? What? What? No. So wait, when was he pickpocketing him? When Remy was 10, he went to pick the pocket of Jean-Luc Lebeau, Uh who is the head of the Thieves Guild. Got it, got it, got it, got it. And he's like, um, I invented all of this. I invented pockets and hands. (laughs) I know, I know how to do all of those things. Right, right, right. Now the son of the head of the Thieves Guild, a marriage was arranged between Remy and the head of the Assassin's Guild's daughter. Okay. Yeah. Arranged marriages are not always the best. Not always the best, but they were ready to be in love. They were ready to make it work. They were ready to make it work for the good of the people. Good of the New Orleans underworld. Yeah. 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 Her brother hated that arranged marriage deal and went and attacked Remy. And in defense, he accidentally killed him. Oh, no. Remy was then banned from New Orleans just so that the factions could keep that somewhat tenuous peace. Right, right, right. After wandering around and getting into trouble and doing all this crazy blowing up shit, he met the mutant Storm and they bonded over being thieves and orphans. Wow. And she brought him in and helped make him an X-Man. There you go. That's really great. Storm. Storm. I love Storm. So he was born with all these powers, and so it was part of what he used to help pick pockets and steal? Yeah, he used his powers, and for New Orleans, what ended up happening was he came back and became the head of not only the Thieves Guild, but he merged them to make one unified Thieves and Assassins Guild and brought peace, and he ran that for a long, long time. So he actually did fulfill that prophecy over time. 
When he was brought to the X-Men mansion, he met and fell in love with fellow X-Men, Rogue, who her power is to absorb people's powers and memories by touch, which means that even though they're in love and want to be together forever, they have never touched because it would kill him. It would kill him. Mm -hmm. So she can't touch anybody. No, 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 no. So she's covered in gloves, different. She has gloves all over her body. (laughs) She's covered in gloves. (laughs) All of her skin is, is, covered. is covered. What would happen is if she could kiss him, it would take power from him and she could blow shit up. Right. And she would also see his memories. He could survive, but maybe be in a catatonic state. Oh my God. Or just really hurt. But chances are if she kissed for a long time, it would- It would ruin him. Yeah. But they love each other. They love each other. Oh, I like that. They have kind of an on again, off again. Should they, shouldn't they? Even after they've been official, it's like, I don't know. Sure. I, I could hurt you. There's no point. And he's like a bad boy. And, you know, it's like that couple that you know are always going to get back together. But yeah. he's off blowing up playing cards in people's faces. And she's off oh, like we, trying we to We all know that guy. You know, and she's sucking people's life energy by giving them a smooch. It's like, we all know that couple. <laughs> you mean Christy and Danny? Oh, my God. Christy, uh, get your shit together and stop. Uh, Oh, killing people with smooches with your smooches with your rosé smooches <sighs> very good rosé smooches yeah what uh i'm dead <laughs> <laughs> there is an extremely powerful mutant who is one of the biggest bad guys for all the x-men and his name is apocalypse i have not heard of this one yet he basically has every single power he is unstoppable and what he can also do is he can make people his henchmen which mm. become the four horsemen of the apocalypse oh shoot so he makes mutants Mm -hmm. the four horsemen which are conquest war famine and death oh no and he made gambit death turning him into a really evil version of himself in which he can now turn things into acid and other crazy shit and he's all black oh no he's doing everything to help apocalypse take over Oh no. And he kind of knows that he's death and he loves the power and he's going for it. So, Gamby. Yeah, he fights the X Men. He almost kills a bunch of people and almost kills Rogue. No. All this stuff. So, that's, you know. Wow, it's complicated. Yeah. Eventually, he becomes free of his death persona and was Mm. ready to settle down with Rogue. But even though she loved him, she told him that he now has to stay away as they only hurt each other. And so, they do not, for the betterment of themselves, they do not end up together. I think maybe they do, but... Hi, Rachel and Ross. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Come on. We'll get the reunion. We'll get the reunion and we'll all be satisfied. I know. There was a rumor that those two were hooking up or falling in love after the reunion in real life. Really? And and what the... And Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, Jennifer Hot Hair. Yeah, (laughs) you know. Well, the fact that they talked about like... Yeah, They did have a crush on each other. I know. Their first kiss was... On on camera. On camera. And then she got boinked by Brad Pitt and got married. And then that didn't work out. And now this is about friends, this podcast. Yeah, welcome. Fun, in quotation marks, fact is that Channing Tatum was supposed to play Gambit in a movie. And I hate that. I hate that too. He could play Mr. Potato Head with abs. He could not play Gambit. Remy LeBeau, are you kidding me? Who would you want to play Gambit? Someone played Gambit in a very, very bad Wolverine movie. And it was shit i think i know who you're talking about taylor kitsch right yeah yeah yeah. taylor kitsch yeah yeah yeah. i liked him a lot i think oh man i don't know i'm not really sure i think there are a lot of different ways you could go with it yeah 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 but that's it about gambit gambit you got any questions about gambit remy lebeau 
he just seems like a complicated guy who's got some anger mm-hmm. in him and mm-hmm. who has some devious ways. But devious. in the end, his heart is good. His heart is good. He knows the difference between right and wrong, but he just feels mischievous. He kind of feels like a teenage boy. Yeah. A little bit. He even got married just to make sure that the people he loved weren't going to get hurt anymore. Right. In that marriage and he tried to be happy in that and stuff. But he's a bit gruff, but yeah. he's really funny and kind, but kind of like, nah, I got to hit the road, bro. Yeah, a little bit of like a lone wolf yeah. feel. I mix that in with freaking Wolverine and Yeah, that's his crowd. Other other dopey donks. <laughs> I like dopey donks. Why did you decide to share Gambit with me today? Well, he is every boy's favorite X-Men. Mm-hmm. He looks badass. He is skilled in everything that he does before his powers even pop up. And then he can blow shit to smithereens. Like he can lift tanks and blow them up. Like I never even really understood his power too, too much when I was a kid. Yeah. But I always loved Gambit and he was always my favorite. And he was always really fun and funny and sarcastic mm-hmm. and had great hair. And I do think that he is super troubled and made the most of what he had and pulled himself out of the gutter and yeah. just wants to be enough. Yeah. And I identify with that and love that. And he's also scary, kind of. He's like beautiful, but he's a scary looking he is dude. Scary. I he thought you were going to think he was a bad guy. Yeah. He is a good guy in the shell of a bad guy. And sometimes that shell takes over. And I think that's really mm-hmm. compelling. That's poetic. I like that. Yeah. How can I ruin it? He's got a big dong. Why would you ruin it? I don't it? know. I just do that. <laughs> okay. That's good to know. Well, hey, Katie, is there something you just want to like look into my demon red eyes and just take the snake magic and be like, get this out of here. This don't make no damn sense. And then just take my little outfit with all the abs on to peel it off and then gift. <laughs> Acknowledge to my body and my head and my bones. Yes, I do, Matt. Oh, good. Tell me. Well, Matt, what do you know about hair? Gosh. I'm trying to keep mine. And I just got mine done. You did. I did. Hair. Hair is good. And I like it. And I don't really know why we have it. Well, I got some fun facts about hair. Oh, great. Nothing that answers that particular question. Okay, well, bye. (laughs) I mean, I just assume we have hair in parts that we need to keep protected and warm. Yeah, and stop uh, gross. And stop gross? Yeah, that's why we got it on our bits to kind of sweat to stop it and in our pits. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. Well, I'm glad I brought you here to teach you about hair. Hair, 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 hair. Grow it, show it, long as I can flow it, my hair. Oh, that's hair. from the musical. The musical hair. Oh, I thought we were, okay. 90% of the total skin area is covered in hair. How much? 95%. Of our whole body? Of our whole bodies. Oh my God. I know. Well, no. Look at you. I mean, me? Yeah. I'm Scottish. I have hair on my hair. I have hair on my body too, but it's just tinier. Yeah, but uh, I guess. But hair isn't the same on men and women though, correct? Even though it's the same percentage? Well, I guess this is a generic fact. Because uh-huh. even though women don't have visual hair on their chest, I still have wispy, oh, like little wisps. little fuzzies. Sure. I guess that counts, you know? I guess so. You naturally lose 50 to 100 hairs a day. I mean, that sounds like a lot, but it's not, though. It's not, though. I touch my hair and hair comes out, and I'm like, how do I still have such thick goddamn hair? I know. I'm glad it's not like Linda, where you just look at her and you just see a poof of hair fall off. Oh, my gosh. Holy hell. Yeah, she's got a lot of hair. 
Crash dieting can cause temporary hair loss. Oh. Yeah, so be careful with crash dieting. Shift in the inner parts of your body. Yeah, your hormones and stuff like that. Can hurt the outside. Can hurt the can hurt the outside. A single strand of hair can support 6.5 pounds of weight. Ah! A whole head can support two tons. No. Apparently. Do you ever see the like aerial artists that hang by their hair? No. Yes, you have. I haven't. You've Not never by their seen... hair. Yeah, by their hair. They hang by their hair. I've seen by their like their butt cheeks and stuff where they're just like clenched and swinging around to like Lady Gaga and stuff, but never their hair. <laughs> I've seen weird shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the aerial artists that like hang by their hair and do flips from a thing for their hair. Oh my gosh. Yeah, strong. Hair strong. Yeah, I use Pantene. For the average person, it will take seven years to grow hair to their waist. Whoa, really? Yeah, and it takes a long time. I would have thought like two years. To their waist? Maybe three. To their waist. To their what? That's a long way to go. Maybe four. I think starting where you're at. Okay. If your hair is there. Okay, so short, yes. Yeah, that's going to take a long time. It's going to take a long time. Yeah. Dang. But hey. What? If a man never shaved his beard. Okay. It could grow 30 feet in a lifetime. What? Life missed opportunity here, man. A lot of missed opportunity. I've probably lost about... 14 feet worth of opportunities. When Matt grows his beard, it's a thick, big, old beard. It's very attractive. What if I did that just on my mustache? You grew it down. You grew it down. Yeah. Like a little shield over your mouth. Like a chin shield. Like a waterfall out of my lips. I can't say that I've ever seen that. I don't know if anyone's ever done that. Not yet. You're welcome, world. Let's bring this shit on. Wow. And so then when I have to eat, I have to just part it to the side. Or you just lift it up and put your spoon in, you know? Throw that over my shoulders. Like a continental soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Less than 4% of the world has red hair. Really? Yeah. Matt, you have red hair. I got a red beard. When you have a red beard, though, on your face? Yeah, it's like it lights up my it head. It lights up your head. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It's like one of those Disney parades, you know? Oh, the yeah. light parades. Crazy. Really fun. Good for kids. Good for kids. Yeah. And adults alike. Everyone. Everyone. And this is my last fact. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know if it's true. Okay, so not a fact. (laughs) Okay. The anticipation of sex (gasps) makes hair grow quicker. No wonder my hair is always so long. And to follow that up, men's hair grows faster. Yeah. So that is true. Putting those two things together. That's crazy. What? The anticipation is how could they possibly know that? Well, I think it's maybe going off of the, well, hormones, yes. But also, you know, when you get chills, people also call them goose pimples. Yeah. You know what that is? It's the hair follicle pushing the hair out. I thought it was just the skin tightening and going down. And then it- No, mean- it's pushing the hair out because it, oh. it means you're cold. So it's pushing the hair so that you're not cold. I thought it was retreating to have hair be more prominent, but it- Listen, push. you're the hair expert. That's crazy. Well, I mean, that last factoid I heard from somebody. Okay. but like, So it's, I've known that for a while. So when you think about it, if you're like waiting on sex and you're getting all chills. Chills and, and they're multiplying. And they're multiplying. Yeah. Your follicles are pushing that hair out. Okay. If I'm wrong, please, someone call me out. And if you like, I need my hair to grow, just go surround yourself with people that you might have sex with. Yeah. It's always like a, I don't know. Oh. It's the, oh. It's the anticipation exactly. of it. It's not the actual act. No, don't do it. Don't do it. No. Does hair dissolve? Like over time when it falls out and if it's just sitting in a room, will it just be there forever or will it go away? Oh, I don't know. 
Okay. I always get scared about my hair falling out at a crime scene. Yeah. Like I don't know is going to be a crime scene, but like is an hour later and then I get accused because they find my hair at the crime scene. They're like, where were you? And I was like, I was there. But You're like, accused of having hair. What? How do you know? We have one. That's not mine. <laughs> what about this murder? No. Get over here. We're the hair police. We're the hair police. We got here first. <laughs> we got hair first. Uh-huh. Want to teach me about hair? Well, I was just admiring your mustache. Okay. And I just got my hair did. You generally did. I got my hair did. It's been a while. And so I was just curious about it. Well, that's really great. Thanks. So is that it? Anything else about hair? No, I got a lot of it. You do? I have a lot of it now and I like it. Give this a weird question. Yeah? Can you digest hair? I don't think so. I was told as a kid because I would suck on my hair. Suckle on it. I would suck. Yeah. Suckle is a different word. Uh-huh. That is a different, different. word. Okay. That's a different idea, but it's the same, so I understand why you said you it. You suckled it, on it? Yeah. I really hate it. Okay. I really hate that word, but Great. I did. I suckled on it, Yeah. and <laughs> you just got the chills. I did. My hair is growing faster. Yeah, yeah just a patient you're, wel- you're welcome. And I was told that if I did, if I sucked on it, it would cause a- Build up in your stomach, and you got to get a surgery and well, rip out. Well, cat, you think about hairballs. I mean, yeah, but the amount of hair they probably put in their tummy a day is what we would do in a year or more. God, I don't even want to think about that. Well, anything else about hair? (laughs) That's it. Well, that's going to do it for us. My name is Matthew McLaughlin. And my name is Katie Sexton. And you have been Comic Comic Booked. Booked. I was hoping you would talk about your red hair. Yeah, I mean, it's there.